evidence that the child is being mistreated. Nobody wants to talk about that shit. A lot of women will take child support money from a man and even though that man is getting docked out of his pay through child support, she'll purposely not show him every, any evidence that she's using it, mm-hmm. that child, just to get under his skin a bit more. Mm-hmm. And, and Shout it's out a, to... Oh, go ahead. It's a sick oh, no, thing. I was just going to say, shout out to Quan Mills. He wrote a book by the name of This Whole Got Roaches in Her Crib. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's an absolutely crazy fucking story, by the way. Um, yeah. But I, I would implore people to just read the book, even if you, know, you want to treat it as satire. It, it is definitely like eye-opening because it, it starts off delicate and gets really intricate. And everything that Shannon's saying is prevalent in those stories. So feel free. Um, again, Quan Mills, this whole got roaches in her crib. Is this the one that was read on the lunch break room? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, now, if you want me to do a spoiler alert, I, I don't mind, but I'll wait. I'll, I'll give people another like 10 minutes and then I'll give the spoiler. So, Okay. Um, uh, a lot of women do not identify with peace. That's why they bring you drama. And that's why they're hostile and that's why they're super aggressive. And when they meet a man or they're in a relationship with a man or dating a man whose sole purpose is to bring you joy and make you feel good and want to bring you peace, she goes at him with the most negative shit to see if he can take it. Because I think this fake reality TV and these shows and our music gives people this nasty illusion of what a relationship is supposed to be. And people think, unfortunately, how much of my bullshit do they put up with that's going to be a testament to how much they love me? Mm. And when you're dealing with a woman who feels like she's going to dagger your body up and the relationship with a whole bunch of uh, weapons of actions and disrespect and uh, ill treatment to see how much you can withstand and that will be the measurement of the love you have for her. You're dealing with a woman who does not identify with peace. And it could be because of her upbringing. It could be because of her past relationships. Either way, that's a battle and that's a fight that you don't have to fight unless mm-hmm. you want to. Okay. Thank you for putting it nicely. I'm going to say this. Ladies, women, uh, you know, girls, women, ladies, uh, p- feel free to stand to the side as I speak to these bitches. Okay, so <laughs> a, a, a lot of bitches are absolutely fucking miserable. And I'm trying to be as respectful but also add a, a, a slight disrespect in there. A lot of you bitches are just like blatantly disrespectful. And when I say disrespectful, you disrespect your other women. Like, they go and do things like, these bitches can't handle me. These, these bitches ain't shit, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yo, like, or, you know, they'll say even like little subtle things like, oh, I- I'm not friends with any women because of this. I'm like, yo, like, just say you don't have fucking friends. You don't have to isolate it to women. Like, just say nobody fucks with me, and that's okay. I'll find people to fuck with me. A lot of bitches, again, and I- I've said it four times already, 
feel free to, you know, be upset at the fact that I said it. Notice I said, women, ladies, and girls, please stand to the side. When I'm specifically talking about bitches, um, my issue is there's no accountability, zero even, if you want to put it that way, because everybody else is the problem and I am the victim. And it's like, oh, you cannot be the victim every single time. You're trying to tell me a room of 15 to 20 people are all saying the same fucking shit. They've all had similar experiences with you. However, they're the wrong party. They're the person that's wrong. You dated four guys this summer. None of that shit worked out. And it's always their fault. Guess what, bitch? It's your problem. It's you. Sometimes it's okay to say, you know what? I'm not ready yet. We, we've done conversations and podcasts before, Shane, and we've said before, like, it's okay to be single to honestly just, like, take a telescope and just look from the other side of the ocean and say, you know what? I see a lot of motherfuckers is happy over there. I want to be there eventually, but guess what? I'm okay over here right now because I'm comfortable in me. A lot of people are not comfortable. A lot of bitches aren't comfortable. A lot of niggas ain't comfortable. So what they do is they hang out on this side of the island with the people who are, you know, they're not ready yet for a relationship. They're not happy with a relationship. You know what they do? They create a pool with these people who aren't ready and they start fucking with them instead of saying, you know what? Like, why can't I just be by myself? So you're making people on the island with you miserable. And then when they go and they finally find somebody, you know, they get on a boat or whatever, they go to that happy island where everybody else is, you know, they're feeling good, you know, about relationships and, you know, just even if they're not in a relationship, they're just happy with being them. They're like, you know what? I've settled in the fact that I might be alone for a while, but you know what? I'm happy. I learned myself. I've experienced things for myself. You go over there and you bring your miserable ass over there with all your trauma, all your pain, all your hurt. And it hasn't been addressed yet because nobody fucks with you. You don't have anybody to go to. You don't go and use the Calm app. You don't go and go to therapy. You don't go and listen to anybody else but the people that agree with your angry, bitter ass. And it, it hurts. It hurts to see that shit. Because the thing is, you can't tell these people shit. You can't be like, yo, like, you know, the whole thing was like, who hurts you? What's wrong with you? Is there a problem? You can't say that shit to people because they think like you're trying to trigger them by asking like who hurt you. No, really. We want to know who hurt you because the thing is, if we ask that question, we're not asking it to be malicious. We just literally want to know what did they do to you? Did they sexually traumatize you? Did they say something to you like verbally that hurt you that honestly somebody needs to ask? And everybody who, you know, didn't ask this question, that's a personal problem right there. But also we have to go with the glaring thing right here. You have all the answers. There's no fucking way you, the person with all the trauma, all the pain, all the hurt, you have all these answers and you keep getting the same fucking results. It's stupid. It's fucking dumb. So when I hear women, since we're only talking about women tonight, and they're talking about all the men that didn't work out, all the niggas who didn't treat them right, all the women who only want them to sexualize them and talk about their body, man, your whole pussy and ass is out here. You're selling your pussy for $4.99 on uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> You're going with Amazon wish lists and shit like that. People are looking at you like, yo, dummy, you're talking about how you can't find happiness, but you have 480 subscribers. You're talking about how you're getting to the bag, fuck these niggas, but then at 2 o'clock in the morning when you realize everybody else is out here fucking their spouses, they're happy, they're in love. Meanwhile, you at a nightclub trying to figure out why the club promoter will not text you back to let you in. Guess what, you lonely bitch? It's your fault. It's you. Somebody has to say this shit to people and honestly break it down to them to the point where it hurts. The truth hurts and it's fine, but you have to establish the hurt because you're already hurting. 
I'm I'm no longer at the point where I want to like you know try to be passive to people who are already hurting. It's like no, if they're hurting, we're gonna make it bleed a little bit. We we have to go and like we gotta turn that sword a little bit. Once you turn that sword and you start telling people, yo, like this shit gonna hurt, but guess what? Once I pull it out, it's gonna hurt less. But the thing is, you have to experience that shit in order to understand. Like yo, it, it actually might have been me all along. You out here, fuck these niggas, fuck these women, fuck this shit. I'm like yo, it can't be fuck everybody and then you want everybody to love on you. It, right. it can't be that way. So, you know, without being disrespectful to a lot of people, I'm sure people are going to be triggered by the shit that I'm saying. It's no disrespect to you unless you feel like you're disrespected. And I apologize for that shit. But at that point, you need one of three things. Therapy, you need somebody who's going to understand and listen to you. But number three, you need somebody who's going to do the first two, but they're not going to give you the answers that you think you need. Sometimes you need to hear the honest truth. And Half the time when we get to these situations, you're the problem. Once you start accepting, you know what? I'm getting my in my own way. You're better off. I, I've seen men and women like say that shit. You know what? You know what? I had to slow down and realize, you know what? I'm out here telling all these these women and men what I want, and I really didn't even want that shit. It just sounded good. I want a relationship, but then you know what? I also want to have six niggas on the side. How? How sway? <laughs> oh, you know, I, I, I want to be with this girl, but you know what? I also want to have six other females I'm fucking. I, I want to, you know, I want the nastiest bitch on the block, but she got to be a lady in the streets. That's yeah. not how it works, sir. That's not how the fuck that shit works. And I'm, I'm tying both in together because I'm trying to be, you know, like absolutely correct when what I'm saying without disrespecting women. But since we're talking about women and them fumbling good men, a lot of the reasons why women fumble good men is because they listen to broken fucking women who are telling them the shit that they need, and they ain't even got the shit. It's like, how the fuck are you telling me all the things I should require and want from a man on Twitter, and you ain't got the shit? You out here lonely as shit. You on Clubhouse doing these these rooms. Why do, you know, black men not understand this? Why does men not understand this shit? Like, bitch, it's you. Sometimes you literally have to get out of the rooms with the same people who think like you and go into a different perspective. Sometimes you are in bad company, and it's fine. But you have to go and, like, when somebody's tapping you on the shoulder, that might be an angel. They're saying, yo, it's, it's you, sweetheart. It's you. It's you, dude. The reason why you keep sticking your dick raw in five different women, six different kids and shit like that, it's you, nigga. Like, what, what are we doing here? We, it's 2021. We done went through an entire pandemic where the world was trying to say, you know what? We resetting. We're going to make sure people get their shit right. People had 365 days to get their shit together. They came out of the door. They unlocked their door and walked outside, got some fresh air, and blew the fuck up with madness. I'm like, yo, how the fuck do you have a year off of life and you come back dumber than you were before? It's stupid to me. It is dumb to the point where at this point now, from everything I say from this point going on with this podcast and even things I say out in the street, I have no sympathy for mediocrity. I can't do it. It's dumb, it's stupid, and anything that happens to people, it's a result of their own actions. The reason why you can't find him is because he's over there with somebody who wants him. The reason why she don't want you is because you were not giving her the shit that she required when she told you, this is what I want. So take that for what it is, take it for what I said, and more importantly, yo, like a lot of you motherfuckers need therapy, and I'm just going to put that out there. So I'm done. Feel free, Shane. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> I mean, Greg said, you know, you got this show tonight, but sir, you've been dropping some gems. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you've been making some points. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <clears throat> okay, so we got eight messages. 
since you've been on the pulpit. We got our people in here. We got Eruf. Eruf got things to say. So let's 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 reel these in. Good evening, y'all. Shannon, hey Greg. You know, I actually think that people have like a like a shallow how complex. You know what I mean? Like people don't actually see themselves. They can't see the. They can't see their own flaws. They really believe that they're doing like so many good things. And I, I guess this is like this is everybody really. We all have that moment where we feel like we're like the hero in the story. And I feel like that's sort of what happens with some women and some men. Like y'all were talking about the women who are not taking care of the children because they feel like they're taking care of them in a different way. Like, well, I make sure that they can have food to eat, right? Which is important. But also, you know, the children also should make sure, you should also make sure your children are eating food that's not going to cause all their teeth to fall out. And some people are not actually as aware about the long, the consequences of that. You know, it's like that movie, um, I got another message coming. Uh, what's that movie called with that little girl who, dang, I can't remember the movie, but there's a movie with this little girl who her mom basically like caused it. There's a, there's a um, disorder that women have. Mount Munchausen syndrome or something like that, where women basically create like medical issues for their children, and she got all this money and sympathy. She made it look like her daughter was paralyzed. I know. And there's a scene where the girl is her, her teeth uh, start to fall out because her mom took the did a uh, asked the doctors to do a, some kind of surgery that removed her glands or something. And you know you need saliva in order for your teeth to clean up the bacteria i mean you know your mouth to clean the bacteria so that your teeth don't fall out and so long term like she did all this stuff not realizing that all these things had a domino effect and i don't think that there's there's some women that maybe not as dangerous as she as her mom but don't think about the consequences that's a fact uh the diving bell and the butterfly is one of those movies I yeah. think she was talking about another one, but I think She's that was another one too. The, the gypsy girl, I can't remember. I think it's called The Act, is what that mm-hmm. or that show. It was crazy. That definitely requires, I think, people, women to just have someone tell them, you know, how to improve. And I think a lot of people don't, a lot of women don't know how to receive criticism. Yeah. That. And criticism with the understanding that it's coming from a place of trying to help. Because so many people want to control the narrative of their own lives. And even if it's bad, even if that narrative shows that that there's bad consequences, it's hard for people to be able to let go and allow someone else to guide them. And this is just a problem across the board, you know. So that's why we got a bunch of children raising children that look like adults. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's rough. Just look at TikTok for a good hour, and you will hear a lot of kids talking about their parents and how horrible their parents are. Were yeah, you got you got a lot of parents who are young in the body, old in the face because trauma. But it's a story for another day. That is. Yeah, I feel y'all. If you unhappy, you need to leave me alone and be with somebody who's gonna make you happy. You know what I'm saying? But uh, peace and blessings to the panel. What's good with y'all? How you feel? And I'm over here making do with it do. Off the late night, chilling. My daughter's birthday. But uh, y'all have a beautiful night. And I love the conversation. I'm listening. I'm a fan. <laughs> and I think I follow both of y'all. If I'm not, I'm, I'm about to do it now. So y'all have a good night. Holla. I'm listening.
Absolutely. Happy birthday to your daughter. I know he lives in the area that I live in. So hopefully you went to 8th Street Day. You had some fun with your daughter on her birthday, man. Peace and blessings to y'all. Yes. Yes, indeed, Chan. Yes, indeed, Greg. It's true. Good evening, y'all. I agree that a lot of broken women or women that lack morals, good sense, hygiene, uh, effective hygiene practices, that is, you know, they overlook good men. Um, they jeopardize the relationships with good men and then they go on trying to give advice to their homegirls or co-workers or associates talking about girl that's why you ain't got no man and then it's ironic they don't have one themselves like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it'd be those women with the the oofa doofa as, as I told you <laughs> the oofa doofa not only are they listening to to broken women, um, shit, they don't know how to appreciate a a good man because they they never had one, and and they could also be treating that nigga like the last nigga. So I mean, that's that's a lot of our problems as well. Like uh, they so quick to to jump to conclusions. Or oh, this nigga go do this, and that nigga go do that, and that's how they fuck up and. See, my question is, how do you get these women to see themselves? And I think there has to be a very gentle approach because this Kevin Samuels approach, this whatever approach that is out there, whether it's coming from men or women, it's rough. (laughs) And, And everybody get ready to hear some people really do have to hit rock bottom for them to be like, okay, you know what? I got to get my life in order. And, or they have to hear from their kids. Then sometimes it's too late. You know, by that time, their children have decided to move on from them. But I don't know. Maybe we need to bring back some of them talk shows, the Ricky Lakes, and actually have people like on stage to see themselves. But then again, we do have Love and Hip Hop. And if you let, if we let the, the materialism as we have lead the way, on what people value, I don't think anybody's gonna hear the the uh, the underneath, you know, the skin deep problems. Yeah, I don't know. It's rough. Absolutely. It's rough out here. Um, I think I'll answer only- this, Shane. I'm basically. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say really quickly. Like, I, I do agree, but they see themselves, but they also have an audience, so they're gonna perform for that audience, just like yeah. you said with Cam- uh, Kevin Samuels. Like, they play on the hurt. And they stay in that mixed company instead of fixing the trauma. So Kevin Samuels, he he has some deep-rooted issues that he hasn't actually fixed yet. Um, mm-hmm. So he's like, instead of fixing it, I have 15 people who agree with me. So I'm going to just stick to these 15 people. And as long as those 15 people agree with him, that audience builds because it's like a fucking Venn diagram. You're like, all right, like I know for a fact it's going to branch out. It's going to keep going and keep growing. And we're going to meet people who are like-minded. The issue is when you're wrong and you keep finding people who are like-minded and wrong, guess what? You have the Kevin Samuels community. You have people yeah. who are like, you know what? I know it's, I know this feels wrong internally because it doesn't make sense, but other people are telling me it feels good. That's why you have like conspiracy theory, you know, theorists and stuff like that. Some of the shit you already know, it's like, yo, like internally this shit don't feel right, but if everybody else is saying it and that's what I felt when I walked into the room, I'm in the company that I need to be in. So I'm just going to be there. 
So there are a lot of women and men alike who they see an audience and they have to perform for that audience in order to keep up because it's easier to keep up in a small theater versus an arena. And to me, that's just what I see often and early. So, mm. um, what E. Ruth said, um, <sighs> it's a lot, dog. I just, I think the, <laughs> o- the, the only way women today will start to look at themselves is if the main women that they admire the most, um, Let's say I don't know these these ratchets out here. I call them ratchets because I'll give you one. I'll give you one. When you're done. When you're done, I'm gonna give you a perfect one. Um, okay, let's say Nicki Minaj has a big following, right? Mm. Nicki Minaj started talking on talking about ways women should be better. I think she'll get at least a third of group of women today that's not doing it correct. Um the two girls that are in the group or whatever and their bodies is cut up by doctors. I don't know their names because I don't mm. listen to music. If they were starting to point out ways that women um, can be better, maybe that will get the young the young ladies of today. But they are not going to talk about it. One, because they feel like it's not their job. Two, that's not going to make them more money. Three, they need women to act the fuck up so they can sell records. Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't feel like it's going to get done. I think women that really want to be better and really want to change are going to be the ones that start to look at themselves and change it. Women who are not ready and, like you said, have an audience and feel like, oh, 10 of my friends say ain't nothing wrong with me is them. They're going to continue their fuck shit. I'm going to say this. Um, stop listening to fuck boys and fuck girls collectively. Um, I'm going to break it down just a little bit for you. Um, just this week, Brittany Renner was uh, like made famous for saying that it's stepdaddy season, right? Now, stepdaddy season to me is a thing. We're going to get there in a second. But the reason for Brittany Renner being a thing is because she is attached to Tiana Trump. And her and, you know, Tiana are best friends. They hang out and stuff like that. Tiana Trump is a adult film star, which is cool, right? So we're going to get there. And Shan, feel free to just, like, let me take the floor for the next three or four minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Brittany Renner ended up dating, or you know, dating an athlete by the name of P.J. Washington. She went and seeked him out when he was in high school, right? Seeked him out, went and looked for him in high school, went to all of his high school games, went to his college games, and ended up, when he got to the league, she ended up getting with him, dating him, getting knocked up by him, getting engaged by him, being married to him, and then the moment that she had the baby, two weeks later, dropped him. Mm. Completely fucking dropped him. The entire world was like, yo, this shit is a little bit weird, but we're gonna side with Brittany Renner for the fact that, you know what? Like, she got the bag. Like, you, you don't have to stay with a man to be happy, you know, we don't know what his side of the story is, blah, 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 blah. I said one word with a period on Twitter, I got more comments from people who were upset because it's happened before, but the fact that it happened in the sake of a man, that shit pissed them off. I said, future dot. And mm. the reason why is because it felt the same fucking way. 
And both of them are fuck people. They're both fuck boys and fuck girls. Brittany Renner just pretty much, she was, she was trying to make it cool, at least when she said the stepdaddy season. Now, any woman who has kids knows one thing. Like, not every man is built or equipped to be a stepdaddy. They're not even built and equipped to be around your kids. I've been around women who, you know, they're just friends. and Like, yo, I can't bring you around my kids because of the perception that they think like you're the man in their life. You're the representative in their life. No woman needs or wants that shit. So to see in 2021, a grown ass woman who is also a mother of a child of a professional athlete or just a man in general, you're saying it's stepdaddy season and that the man that you already had a kid with should just accept the fact that you've moved on and they have a stepfather. But you know what? You should not let your previous dictate your present that's what she said in the and i'm gonna find this clip i'm gonna like connect my soundboard and everything to make sure i play this clip because i thought it was pretty disgusting because i'm like yo if a man would have said you know what it's stepmom season yeah me and my baby mom didn't work out but you know what i'm out here head hunting i'm going mm. and getting me somebody else yo the fucking twitterverse would have broken because it's like yo like you as a man you can't say that shit you can't be like you know what like yeah me and her didn't work out but guess what I'm looking for her. I'm looking for my kid's stepmom because the mother ain't doing what they supposed to be doing. She she's here, and yes, that's the step. You know, that's the mom. But I'm looking for stepmom. It's stepmom season. Some shit to me. I'm starting to get to the point where it's like, yo, social media. We gotta eradicate this shit. <laughs> and I understand we use stereo and Twitter and shit like that. But that was honestly the dumbest fucking statement I've ever heard in my life. Imagine my no, Shan. No, I I mean this shit from the bottom of my heart. Imagine the father of your kids, like, all of a sudden said, you know what? Yes, I respect the mother of my child, but guess what? It's stepmom season. I need somebody who's going to take care of my kids. Meanwhile, you are the parent of those kids, and you're looking at them say this shit on social media. You're, lo- you're looking like, yo, am, am I not enough? Am I not? More importantly, why are you going out there and making me look stupid by saying this shit? They don't know me. And more importantly, like, they don't know the situation that we have. And when, when we tie up like the whole, like the women fumbling good men, men do it too, you know, fumbling good women, but it's more so it's like, yo, you're putting out more information that nobody needs, nobody requires. And more importantly, you are doing it for an audience. It's stupid. It's fucking dumb. So, you know, even with like Future, he's put out four albums talking about Sierra. And it's like, nigga, nobody cares. Like you did her wrong. She done moved on. You mad. It's okay. Brittany Renner, yo, you were with an athlete. That shit didn't work out. So now you're talking about it's stepdaddy season. Nigga, no. Some shit just don't make logical sense to me. Maybe I'm a little bit old. Maybe I'm naive. But one thing I'm not is a fucking idiot. And that shit don't make sense to me. That is like two plus two adding up to seven. It's dumb. Mm. It's fucking stupid. So, and I know I said too much because we're back up to eight voicemails. I'm going to shut up, Shane. I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get this Britney Renner clip, though, while we do it. Okay. We got um, Mo. I'm going to play him. I'm going to run through him. You know what conspiracy... You know they they use the term conspiracy theory to discredit people that are telling the truth, that are getting too close to the truth? That's what the government did. When uh, JFK got shot in the head, people were saying that he was murdered and they're... How did we get here? No, we're not there tonight. Not at all. Move on. (laughs) Not tonight. Not tonight, sir. Not tonight. Wrong topic. We'll do it another night. So badly. I wanted it. Now we'll we'll do it another night. Not tonight though. 
But at the same time, I also do think that both men and women are extremely impatient. People want people to be ready, full adults, when nobody's a full adult. Like, even at 25, 35, 45, 55, some people look like they got it together and they don't all have it together internally. So there's a lot of, it it takes a lot of patience to be in a relationship and to help each other grow. And a lot of people are not willing to do that because people expect everybody to be grown already. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Everybody don't want that. And that's, that's sort of my question is like, is it possible for people to give themselves the patience to either help themselves as much as they can, but then real be real, be realistic that even in a relationship, you're, you're who you are and your flaws are really, really going to stand out because you have somebody else to hold mm-hmm. you accountable. And does everybody want to be held accountable in a relationship? There's no accountability in a situation where you're always right. If you can paint yourself to beat the other party, then you are going to be right. We've seen this shit too many times to the point where it's like, if people will believe your side, nobody wants to hear the other side. It just happened today with the whole fucking Karen Civil thing. Like, certain people, like, if they're a fan of you, if they're your folks, they only fuck with you. And that can just be, like, surface level. Like, you know what? Like, yeah, everybody know I dated him, but everybody that I know, if I tell them first, guess what? They're going to believe in me. And if you got your audience, you can perform for them. You can say, you know what? This is what it is. The difference in that is, like, some people just they're just really disingenuous and everybody knows it, but they don't want to say it. They don't want to say, you know what? Like there's no way that every relationship is the other person's fault. At some point it has to fall on you. And when it doesn't, we're sitting there like, okay, like if they don't want to acknowledge it, we're not going to say anything, but we're also going to just let this shit keep flying. So when that person comes up every three months and you're like, Hey, that's my new boo, Antoine. That's my new boo, Greg. That's my new boo, Darren. Like, yo, like how the fuck, like, what, weren't you just in love, like, a week ago? What the fuck is going on? Like, is Bobby Schmurter like, throwing hats in this bitch? Like, I, I don't understand it. <laughs> At some point, we got to be like, yo, like, it, it's actually you. The issue is friends aren't telling friends, yo, you're the problem. Family isn't telling family, yo, you're the problem. More importantly, the people that you're in a relationship with don't sit you down and, like, you know what? You are actually really a detriment to this relationship, and you have an option. Fix it, or I'm going to leave. If you laid out a relationship that way, a lot of people would act differently. Very much true. Does Kevin Samuels have a wife? Like, is he in a relationship? I've never really dug into it, but I'm just curious. Or like some of these other people. Like, I I think he likes men, but we're going to continue. Does Kevin Samuels have a wife? Like, is he in a relationship? I've never really dug into it, but I'm just curious. Or, like, some of these other people. Like, I did like what's her name that was um, from um, Wildin' Out. I can't... God damn it, E-Ruth. Why can't you get your memory together? I don't remember. Okay. okay, I can't remember her name now, but she had a whole rant. And she was just like, you want a man to come and have his his uh, jobs together, but you ain't got no job. You want, She just went, kept going on and on and on. And I was like, yo, she either has a friend that she was tired of listening to or she was just tired of herself. I don't know. But I was like, you know, that's those are those real moments that more and more women need just to be able to say, you know what? Today, I had five things that I did that I probably could have been better at. Yeah. But... Where are the examples? 
And when there are examples, they cut them down because, like, Oprah, she's been trying to empower people for a long time. But leave it. You listen to people, what they say about Oprah now, they're like, Oprah's the worst. It's like, she's an example. Okay, let me tell that you was, something. That was when, just a I was just gonna say that's just hilarious. By the way, the person she was mentioning. Yeah, when when friends, when friends of friends try to correct friends, y'all either end up not talking to each other for months, or that's the end of the relationship. Because a lot of women don't want to be corrected. A lot of women don't want to be told, "No, they're not wrong. You're wrong." And I am a testament to being okay with losing friends that I've had for decades over the fact that they don't want to see the error in their ways and they would rather keep quote-unquote friends around them that okay their bullshit. And I'm talking about friends that done seen me with snot bubbles, friends I done seen butt naked, friends I done been around your mother, your daddy, your fiance. Um, I've done been around you while you grieving. I've done been around you while your life is on the up and up. If you can't take correction and I can take the correction that I get that, that you give me and other people give me and work on those flaws and work on that, me losing you in my life is not a loss. Mm. Right. And it's not because I don't love you anymore. It's not because I don't miss you anymore. It's because me sticking around is not going to help you be a better person. So therefore, you not being here is telling me that you're not ready to be better yourself. So it's okay if you want to gravitate to the people that okay your bullshit. I have to be okay with not having you around. And I had to learn that multiple times than one. And what's so funny is when people that know like how close you were and they bring up, um, so where's such and such at or, or what such and such said about that new thing you did and you'd be like, oh, I don't talk to them anymore. We're not cool like that. They'd be like, oh, what happened? It must've been over a nigga. No, it's really over their own doing and them not wanting to be better and them not wanting to be honest or they showed me a side of them where I'm just like ain't no way I could continuously fuck with you 100% and I don't do a lot of women do this too which is is shitty they do 50% type of friend relationship or I fuck with her 30% I, I fuck with her a little bit you know I, I, I call her up when things are going good for me but when things are going shitty for me, I avoid her and I dodge her like the fucking plague because I know she gonna put me on blast because my life ain't right or my man is doing this or my kids is this or I'm struggling and I don't want her to know. I'm a 110% type of friend. Meaning, and Greg, you know this, I will let you know when shit is great. I will let you know when shit ain't great. I will let you know when I don't feel right. I will let you know when I'm not in a good mood, I, I'm going to let you know everything and the shit that people hide the most, everybody knows this about me. I'm loudest about. Mm-hmm. You go on my Twitter, I might say some shit that's kind of left, but it's the truth because that's how, how I'm feeling, how I'm thinking. So for me, 
can't nobody say, oh, oh, I don't know why she don't talk to me no more. Or I don't know why we broke up. I don't know. I tell people too much all the time. So you know. So, you know, when it comes to women, women with men, you might fumble a good man because you're not ready to be honest and you're not ready to do the work. And you don't want to do the work. You want to be around someone who can't point out your flaws because they have cons just like you do. So y'all go for tit for tat and nobody gets better. Hmm. So I appreciate that, man. The fact that you get it and your name obviously is She Gets It Pod, of course. I want to play that Brittany Renner clip really quickly and then we got to get to these voicemails and I want you to finish your list because we're running long and more importantly, like, I would hope to think that, like, a woman telling other women and men, like, oh, like, this is how you fumble. I would hope that they take this episode to heart because we're already at two hours now. So here's that clip. Hey, y'all. Hi. It's officially stepdaddy season. Yeah, what up? I got the car seat in the back. Let's go to the park. (laughs) Don't let your baby mama or your baby daddy block your blessings. I know in theory it sounds good keeping the same person to have kids with, but that's insanity as well. So if it doesn't work out with them, it'll work out with someone else, okay? It just will. That's how that goes. And trust me, I know it's ghetto. (laughs) It is so ghetto being a baby mama and thinking about multiple baby daddies is scary. But mm, me and my baby are going to be all right. We're going to be all right. So we're moving forward, onward, upward. Okay, I know a lot of you are skeptical about talking to people with children, but I can assure you the baby mamas now today, we don't give a damn. You can have them. I have exited the rat race. I am not a threat. I want you to be around for a long time, not a good time. You can hold my son, put him on your story. I trust his judgment. I really do. I really, really do. I just want you guys to be happy. I swear I do. Now, I'm not a threat. But, you know, I can't speak for the other, 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 other hoes that you don't know about. You know, maybe odds have it be in your favor. <laughs> but I am here for it, okay? Like, people move on. Save the, you should have got the ring first. It wasn't going to work out anyways. It just wasn't going to work out. Let's laugh together and let's raise this baby, you know? <laughs> oh, this ghetto! So fucking ghetto. <laughs> Yo, watch, watch who y'all nut in. What the fuck? Wow. <laughs> Tell me when I can fucking speak, Greg. Go ahead. Okay, first of all, I don't. I I only know of this girl because she screwed over this young man, right? And the only reason why you have a baby and you're you wasn't married to him and y'all not no longer in the relationship is because you never wanted that. You wanted to secure money and funds and you was really willing to risk a whole life of a human being that's in your backseat, unfortunately, with vagina juice still on him. And you up here talking about it's stepdaddy season. Ma'am, you're looking for someone else to add to the funds in your lifestyle because you know this baby is not going to do it all with the money you're getting from this young man that you shouldn't have been with 
already. You're a hoe. <laughs> and you're, you're putting yourself on blast that you are hold to the universe. And for any man to date you and think something good is about to come from it with your mindset, they also equally have issues. If I was her, I would completely stay off of social media. If I was her, I would move to an environment where no one knows me or can recognize me from this whole situation and raise this child with this man that I knew I didn't want in the first place. I just wanted his money because I'm insecure and selfish and I have a mindset that money's about to fix my life. It's not that it's not that the situation with the with being a single mom and having a someone father the child that you're with that you're not with that is ghetto. It's your mindset is ghetto. I was so flabbergasted, Shan. I was like, bitch, I have two two kids and they have two different fathers, but there's nothing about my lifestyle that is ghetto. There's nothing about my co-parenting with them that is ghetto. But that's the thing. She thought she was like rallying up women who have kids and be like, hey, just because you have kids doesn't mean you can't move on. Nobody's ever said that. The way you made it seem is like, oh, no, the people who did it before me Hey, guess what? Like, it is kind of ghetto that y'all got kids from like multiple d- baby daddies. But me, it's okay because it's stepdaddy season. And we're sitting, I'm literally l- listening to this bird like chirp. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. She- Not only did she say it, I'm like, you doubled down on it twice in the video. Like, let- let's get to these fucking voicemails because I'm done tonight. That, that actually really fucked <laughs> me up. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, oh, like, if I find this Britney Renner clip, I'm going to play it on Loudmouth because. It's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. It's the audacity that really got me like, girl, please, somebody turn off her. But Shan, here's the thing. These are the women that a lot of, not all, a lot of women will listen to and say, you know what? If she can do it, I can do it. The thing is, you don't have to do it. You're doing it because she's trying to make that. Why are we making step parenting cool? Like, it's not a bad thing, but it's also like, y'all like, you would ideally like think, you know what, like I, I had the kid with that person or those persons and I want to make sure that this right. She's trying to make stepdaddy season out to be like a, a fucking TV premiere that's supposed to last 16 weeks. That shit, that's not how it works, man. So Brittany Renner, fuck you. Shan, and I, what do these voicemails got to say? Look, I don't hold anything against Brittany Renner and I don't look down upon PJ Washington. The the reason being mainly that I'm not against Brittany Renner is because she put her life, her life to the public. People knew who she was way before this, like all her book with her bent over butt naked saying judge this cover and an apple on her ass. And the book was about her sleeping with I don't know how many different dudes. I think it was seven different men. And on top of that, she's best friends with Tiana Trump, a known porn star like why are we surprised that this happened thanks but she's been a quote-unquote hoe that's what i'm saying like it's nothing new so what's the problem (laughs) girl that is crazy because i just cut this girl out she's supposed to be my big sister 
and I ha I had to cut her off because I was I was more her friend than she was mine for sure for sure. But he, but that's that, that is true. But another thing is, some people think they're you're. Some people think, regardless of them being wrong or right, you're always going to choose their side because they did all of these good things for you, right? And even though they're, let me tell you something. Older does not equate to maturity, and they're ready to do the right thing. I'm gonna tell you that because a lot of the women who I had to be like, okay, deuces to, they were older. It's kind of like this high school mentality of you either with us or you not with us, even if we wrong and fucked up. And then if you choose the correct thing and you not with them, it's, oh, you, you know, you lost a friend. You're, you know, you fucked up. Um, good riddance. Sis, please. No, it, it be you half the time. It's like, nigga, like, how the fuck everybody is everybody's collectively telling you you garbage and you're like you know what nah like it's it's them it's not me like 17 people told you it's you and you're like nah it, it can't possibly be me like here's, you know, here's the thing and i, I want to say this in the most respectful way i can possibly say it if you go on hoe hoe correctly there's mm. ethics to being a hoe you could be a classy hoe you could be a nasty hoe. You could be a freaky hoe. You could be a Christian hoe. You can be just a hoe, but there's a code of ethics to it. And the thing, when it comes to the code of ethics of being a hoe, rule number one of being a hoe is the only person that should know that you as a hoe is the person you're fucking. The fact that you're on social media telling the world that you a hoe, everybody know it, but can't everybody have it? So you know what happens as a result of that? People start talking about your wholeness as if they're fucking you. And every woman I've ever like spoken to in in life can say one thing don't say shit about me if you ain't fucking me and i feel like that should just be the law but the thing is if you out here telling the people the shit that you do in your bedroom the shit that's going on in your personal life like that you're opening up for people to have an opinion i should not have an opinion on you saying it's stepdaddy season when all you had to do was say you know what it didn't work out with me and him but hopefully the next person who loves me or, you know, whatever. And I don't, I'm not trying to say it like affectionately or nothing like that. But it's more so like you don't even have to say that shit. But the fact that you went on your social media, which is it's your right. But you went out there and told a whole bunch of people who are just in earshot or eyeshot that, you know what? It's stepdaddy season. Now you're going to have some young chick who has a kid. And it's like, you know what? It didn't work out for me. But guess what? The next person, they ain't got a choice but to be a stepdaddy. But what happens when that shit don't work out for them? Then she's like, oh, but it's still stepdaddy season. Then it don't work out for that person. Now you got somebody out here just having like multiple kids and stuff like that. And it's, it's no disrespect to that, but it's like they're believing you because you're making it seem cool because it worked out for you. But let me just let you know, PJ Washington is worth fucking $60 million. It's a difference when you having a kid with a nigga who's $60 million like in equity versus a nigga who honestly worked at Chick-fil-A. And that's no disrespect to Chick-fil-A, but you know what I mean. Like, we, we have to know the differences here. And that, that's what I, I felt was really disingenuous. So fuck her. Like, I'm really upset about that shit. Shan, what else we got? Piece of the panel and piece of the chat. <sighs> Man, look. Thank y'all again for listening. This is Loudmouth Stereo Podcast. 
We record live on Stereo app. So download it, make your profile, and join the show every Wednesday and Saturday at 9.30. I am Shan from She Gets It Podcast, and that is Greg from Young Black and Bothered. You can check out our individual shows. Till then, let's get you with the rest of the genre. We had to do two um, episodes because it was almost three hours. So there is a part two after this that will be coming up later this week. So enjoy what you get in for right now. Let's go. I feel both of y'all. I, 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 get, I get it. Like, it almost needs to be someone of prominent stance to call them out. Call the Nicki Minaj's out. Call the Cardi B's out. Call the Trey Songs out. Call them out because they be on some bullshit. And it ain't cool. It's it's one thing to talk about life, right? This is what you went through. But but where's the wisdom in the music you you, you present? Like, where's the wisdom? How are you going to... Because you got young folks... And older folks listening to your shit, bumping your shit. This is what they vibe on. This is the energy you push. You putting out this type of energy, and this is what we doing. Mm-hmm. But I think it is though, and I do gotta run. Got a show coming up. I'm trying to get back in the groove. You know what? I think it's humility. I think that if for, okay, I'm gonna use myself as an example, and I'm talking to my you know when I'm now I'm, I'm around my sister a lot more. And when I'm talking about some of the things that I overcame with parenting, which was a lot, I was literally in therapy all the time. I was depressed. I was anxious. I was screaming. I was like a dinosaur stomping around in my house, angry, screaming at kids, threatening them, beating kids. I was just doing too much that wasn't taking care of myself in order to be better. And now when I talk to her, you know, her other women who are struggling, where I noticed, you know, notice that they're giving their kids everything and doing the same things I was doing. I share where I came from. Like, yeah, I remember when I was like this close to checking myself into a mental hospital. And they'll be like, what you trying to say about me? I'm like, I'm not trying to say anything about you. I'm just saying like, I can relate with the struggles. Here's how I overcame it. Humility is a, is, is important to start. Thanks. Oh. All right, well, mm, yeah. So the money is the motive. Mm-hmm. I think I'm with you, Shan, on that. I think the money is the motive. And that is why people are not looking deeper into themselves to take responsibility for their own characteristics or characters or behaviors. And also people don't want to be judged. Like, I think over the last couple of years, the friends that I, or the, the friend circles that I was in when I was working at the office, when I was in a brick and mortar site, I would have a friend that would come to me and she'd be like, don't judge me. But this man picked me up, girl. I mean, the way he picked me up, I ain't never got picked up like that before. And girl, I think I'm pregnant. And I'm like, oh, I'm not here to judge you. I mean, if you feel like there's a judgment coming, then that's a good place to start on the decision that you made and what's ultimately going to come as a consequence, which is her raising her child by herself. But at the same time, you know, I will give her credit. Like she took care of her kids, you know, so... But yeah, that whole thing. Don't judge me though before saying what the judge, what the the problem is. A lot of my friends do that. She said he picked me up. (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) 
I feel like be fully convicted. If you're a woman that likes to be with a lot of different men, but you also are feeling that way because you haven't settled upon someone that actually is going to be there for you, is going to be the one for you. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like that you should take your time to date and you should try to figure out who is it that's going to be there for you. But it's really the children that I'm concerned about. It's the girls that are the little girls who are seeing the way that these women are going about life and and feeling like, you know, you have to have your nails have to be, you know, 20 feet long and your titties got to sit up right at your chin. And if they your natural titties, they can't sag a little bit. They got to be at your chin, which means you got to get some surgery or your ass got to be on your back. Like, it's just so much phoniness that is really at the heart of why some people really can't see themselves and the, and the, and the money. The money is the motive. How do we fix that? I don't know. I don't know. Because another thing with these shows that we had, what I had growing up, like Sally, Jenny Jones, um, I think that was her last name, and like those middle a day shits, women were more so home at that time, right? And they heard that that information. With the platforms that we have now, everybody's on the go. Ain't nobody having these discussions during the day like that anymore. And the people today, the young people today, women and men, they don't respect elders. So I don't even think that would have worked. They don't respect nobody. And I don't think that you can you can make someone realize their flaws unless they want to see it themselves. Like you can't help nobody unless they want to be helped. And I'm only speaking from experience. I'm sorry, I'm pregnant, so I'm out of breath. <laughs> it took a bad situation for me to realize my toxic traits. Because at some point, I would think people would look, you know, step back and look at themselves. But they don't do that. It's more easier to blame this person and that person for what they're going through. But you also have to realize you can also call shit in your life you could also be the problem so why you going through shit but like i said people don't want to look at shit that way and you can't i mean it ain't ain't really nothing somebody could do unless that person want to change themselves let's keep it all the way 102 there's a lot of people depressed out here and when you're depressed you really can't see yourself like, you can see yourself, you can see the negative parts of yourself, but you're not going to say that to everybody else. You're not going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm really like, oh, I keep eating, you know, food that's making my stomach hurt. Like, you know, guilty. Um, you know, when you're depressed and, or when you're depressed, you're not going to really see that, oh my gosh, I haven't really paid much attention to how many assignments my child didn't get finished this week. Again, guilty. Um, you know, it's hard being a mom. It's not as easy as people make it seem. Um, and there's a lot of people that make it seem easy, but then when you really, really peel back some of the things that's going on, when you get, there's, there's challenges and, you know, it's, I think I can't, I'm one of those people that sort of can't speak on the perfect, being a perfect parent because I, I, my kids ain't, they're not adults yet. When they're adults and I'm like, okay, you didn't make it in jail. Oh, it's a success. Oh, you made it. And that's the thing with celebrities, us and our community, we honor them. 
We put them up on pedestal. This is what they doing, so I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they need to be held accountable. Like, this is what y'all got us doing. Yeah. And it's sad, but it's true. Yeah. Oh, you playing Minecraft. I like it, cut G. <laughs> Yo, I'm just coming through to say what's up. Chan is what's my up? name. Greg, what's poppin'? This is like, what, two nights in a row now? Like, come on, come on. Y'all y'all really trying to get me to be here every day? Because I can do it. We ain't out here every day now. Slick Road, we only here Wednesdays and Saturdays at 9.30, okay? You can't find us on other shows, but um, I think yesterday I did the show with Dungeon, so he might have showed me on here with Dungeon. But yeah, we come through for that mouse stereo and give y'all a show on Saturday. So hope you enjoy. Yeah, no, I'm not that friend. Um, like I said, I, I've grown. I used to be that yes friend. I'm no longer that yes friend because, shit, you're not going to learn shit if I'm sitting here like making like everything is okay with but you know you dead wrong but now i'm gonna tell you if you wrong or right i will also expect a friend to give me it's called constructive criticism um uh, but but motherfuckers just take their like i don't know they just <laughs> they don't take it they don't take it right i don't know they get offended instead of correcting it Girl, I did not say this to offend. I told you this so you can come correct. You made it in jail, but you came out of jail and you made something of yourself. Okay, success. Because there are going to be setbacks. Oh, okay, you are not crying, calling me every day about a relationship that you're in. Oh, thank goodness you made it. <laughs> you know, like that's that's where my, my that's my that's my goals. That's like my hashtag goals is that I my children are not calling me to depend on me to help them get out of things then I know that I've been a successful parent. And if they're having, you know, terrible relationships, it doesn't necessarily mean that they had bad upbringing. It could just mean that they haven't figured out how to navigate around other people so that they can actually be fully themselves and, and be around people who actually are going to accept them as being fully themselves. You know, the validation is a bitch, you know, and it's also, causes a lot of stagnation for a lot of people a lot of doubt it's just it's, it's so many layers you know I want, that on a, I want that on a t-shirt I think we'll have to make that a next loud mouth t-shirt and I ain't gonna say what I'm about to put on it but you know thank you Eru let me um write that down before I forget it <laughs> she said away yeah I, I feel you about the uh, I feel you about the friend thing and also what they do is they always hit you with, man, you changed. Yeah. Man, you, you you changed. You ain't like you used to be. Well, yeah. You ain't seen me in like three years. <laughs> of course I change. You should consider it suspect if I don't. <sighs> People kill me. Yeah, that's a fact. Now listen! That's called motherfucking bars, nigga! You know nothing about that! I gotta say that again, Chan, for the people in the back. Older does not mean mature. We are forced to evolve as people, but it doesn't mean that we are growing. Oh, at this point, she ain't looking for no stepdaddy. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. She, she got the check. That's what she was looking for.
Exactly. <laughs> of course, of course, no one wants to be judged. But this is where you learn when you're judged. Not a lot of people will under, understand that or even agree with me. They say, you can't judge me, only, only God will judge me. But listen, like, if you're humble enough, if you do something wrong, someone will call you out on it. Again, it goes back to that. Listen. It ain't cool when you do certain things and then you learn from it, right? No better, do better. It goes back to that. Just saying. That's why I hate this whole um, time now where your children will be in sports and everybody gets a trophy. No, everybody yeah. doesn't get a trophy. The people who put in the effort and showed up and did the work and, and, and came in with success on the brain and have followed through, get the trophy. You have to have people who don't win, people who don't get anything for coming. Yo, this is what I'm about to say is going to sound just like disrespectful as a parent because I do have a kid. Um, don't give my fucking kid an honorable mention for showing up. The honorable mention is the fact that they lost. Tell them, yo, you lost. And yeah. I, I know we are we aren't living in a world where we're talking wins and losses. But at the end of the day, as long as there is a valedictorian, a salutatorian, and there's like jobs that my that me I can't get, Shan can't get, my kid can't get. Do not give us a participation award for children so they can just float through their entire lives just saying, you know yeah. what? I can do the bare fucking minimum and people are going to accept that shit. If my kid, and I, I know this is going to sound really disrespectful. Hey, dad, I got an honorable mention award. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put that on their bedroom door. So every time they open their door in the morning to go to go to school, just guess what? Honorably, like, they mentioned you. They pretty much told you like, we had to give you an award because you showed up. If that's the case, tell your teacher, give you a B, and you don't have to show up because guess what? It's honorable because they mentioned you. I, I don't like mediocrity. I don't like the fact that like we've gotten to this point in the world where it's okay to just be like, you know what? If you do the bare minimum, you're going to pass. Historically, us as black folks, like we can't get by with the bare fucking minimum. So for me, having a black child, like, no, you can't get by with that shit because I did. And someone's right. like, well, you and, you know, your kid and you are two completely different people. Not if she came out of my sack. Absolutely. Hello. Absolutely. Hello? So w when it comes to when I when I see it and it's so weird, I'll go like we used to go to like little soccer events and stuff like that. And we would watch the little white kids get trophies and stuff like that. They get the little juicy juice and they get a little trophy that they can put somewhere. I'm like, oh. In 20 years, when you look at that trophy and that shit says ninth place, yo, I didn't even know there was a ninth place. There were seven teams. What the fuck do you mean I got an honorable mention for ninth place? You trying to tell me my parents wasted money on a trophy knowing I lost? Fuck that. But I, I, I cannot do that shit. That's why for me, and it's just my personal opinion, like the award thing and stuff like that, like either you award the winner or you ignore the loser. And it, it's, it's that simple to me. It comes in podcasting, it comes in like life, it comes in sports and shit like that. Think about it. Who did the Milwaukee Bucks beat in the NBA Finals? You probably remember, but guess what? You also remember the Milwaukee Bucks won. 
Mm-hmm. When you think of like any championship, you recognize the winner, but when we talk about the loser, you know what they don't get? Trophies. When the New England Patriots, they won every game that entire regular season and they lost in the Super Bowl. You know where all those fucking shirts that said undefeated champions, they went 18 and 0. You know what you know where they went? Indonesia. There are a lot of Indonesian kids right now wearing fucking Patriots jerseys saying that they're undefeated. Guess what? They still lost because they didn't win that game. When you look at like stuff like that, I don't want to know that I've raised my kid. I raised myself. I, I've honestly just been around people who are comfortable with losing. Take your loser ass somewhere else. And I know that sounds really disrespectful, but just think about like these are the kids that you're raising. Imagine raising a loser. Hold on, Shane, hold on. Imagine raising someone to accept losing, knowing that they're going to get something for losing. Yes. So then, yeah. So then, when it, when they go out in the world, they're like, you know what? They're going to give me something. Yeah. Even though they didn't give me the best, tying it into this show, Wimbledon, uh, women fumbling good men. Imagine a woman who's like, you know what? I could have had a man for me. I could have had the best man, but you know what? I'll settle for less because guess what? That's what I'm used to. Nobody yeah. should have to deal with that shit. Yeah. I, I don't want to deal with a part, you know, a partition. Uh, I'm sorry, a participant or or you know, an honorable mention person. I don't want a spouse who's just like, you know what? Like, you're an honorable mention. Fuck that. Like, yo, and it's not even a looks thing. It's just like, yo, just imagine. All the people in the world right now in DC, I counted the numbers. The ratio right now is 32 to 1. 32 women for every one man in DC. Mm. You're trying to tell those are the numbers right now as we speak. So I'm like, wait a minute, there's 32 <clears throat> women in the world. And without sounding disrespectful, I'm like, yo, like the, the law of numbers just it doesn't make sense to me, but cool, if that's the number. But just imagine like you know what? All the people you can get with, but you get with the, the worst person. But guess what? They got an honorable mention from somebody that said, you know what? We can't let them go home knowing that they lost. No, let them go home and know that they lost. That way, the next time they come out, they're anticipating winning because they have to work a little bit harder. I'd rather have somebody who works a little bit harder for me than have somebody who's like, you know what? I can just get away with being a woman. I can get away with being a man. Now, fuck that. Nah, I don't want that. Take that shit somewhere else. Take your honorable mention right over there. Kids, too. Nah, don't come in my house with that fucking shit. Nah, take that shit. We'll leave it in the car. That, that can hang over the little, uh, the mirror and shit. But nah. Mm-mm. But that's sure. why you have so many kids who spend all the, these years in the house with their family and their mom and their dad. And then they get out there on their own and life slaps them in the fucking face. Yeah. But because like- you. Okay. You you don't get credit if you just pay three thirds of your uh mortgage. You don't get uh, to keep your car one more week if you just give me fifty dollars towards your car payment. You need to come through with all of it. You need to come here and be ready to pay all of this rent next month, no matter what happens during this month. So this whole thing about can't you just give me something? Can't you just um give me a a courtesy can well you didn't call me um you only called me two times and told me it was past due you didn't call me a third time like this begging shit this thinking you have 
15 million chances to come correct that's not real life so i'm not and i take this i take this so seriously Mm-hmm. Let's let's go down low. Let's go about this tooth fairy shit. Mm-hmm. I told my kids there is no fucking tooth fairy. There is no tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. If you lose a tooth, it's because this is a process of elimination. You're supposed to. You're growing, right? Exactly. You're healthy. You're supposed to lose a tooth. Anya lost two teeth, and they sitting on a piece of tissue in the kitchen. And I'm just like, okay, you could keep them and look at them. I'm not giving you money for losing your teeth. That's supposed to happen. That's going to happen regardless of me being here or not. I'm not giving you money. There is no, there's no tooth fairy. No, like stop, stop white lying to your kids, and then when they get to an age, and and you be like, you're supposed to be honest with me. You're supposed to tell me the truth. How? When you've been practicing lying to me this whole time? No, here's here's the truth. When your kid loses a tooth, just let them know that the little ten dollars you give to them that could go towards the copay for the dentist that you're going to end up having to take them to because now guess what? Now you have fucking adult teeth. So when you need braces, when you need, you know, any dental work done, you need a tooth cleaning or something like that. All that shit is going towards that. But at the end of the day, we're starting to reward just like everything. It's like, oh, everything don't need a trophy. Everything doesn't need a prize. Like some things are just okay to be. And it's fine. That's what scares me when we've gotten to the point where it's like, oh, like we're giving people the bare minimum for nothing. For fucking nothing. And it's disgusting. I d- but yeah, the whole like the honorable mention, the participation award, yeah. like imagine being at a science fair and you put in your hard work, like you and your parents, they stood up overnight. You tried to make that little, that volcano, that mountain and shit like that. But somebody else's parents were like, you know what? We, we have the resources to make this a little bit better. They end up getting first place. And then you, you put in your hard work, you work till two o'clock in the morning with your parents and you get an honorable mention. I don't want that. I want my kid to look at me and be like, no, I put in my hard work and it gave me an honorable mention. Fuck this shit. Like, <laughs> no, I'm never doing it again. And I, I would much rather respect my kid and more importantly, respect the parent who's like, you know what? My kid and I, we stayed up till two o'clock in the morning making that shit. Now, it hasn't happened to me because I wasn't that fucking crazy. When I did those science projects, it's like, wait a minute. Like, I know they're doing that. I, I'm a writer. So I'd rather just write all the stats, put that shit on a little poster board take that in that next morning like guess what here's my fucking science project i'm not going and spending you know seven eight hours trying to make a volcano mountain out of fucking marshmallows and like you know chocolate no fuck all that so imagine you going and doing that though and you come in last place because 15 other people did it but they did it just a little bit better than you did you as a kid you're like you know what like i got an honorable mention if your parents say to you, and I know you're supposed to be the good parent, you're like, you know what, guess what, like, you did good, son, blah, 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 but you also know as a parent, like, if I tell my kid, yeah, you did good, they're going to go out in the world in 10, 15 years and think, I did good, but you, you clearly didn't do good enough because you keep losing, so then when you can no longer protect your kid, and they're, the, you know, they're adults, and they're trying to figure out, hey, why can't I get this job, why can't I get this raise, why can't I get the things that I want, and it's like, yo, because like, it's working against you. It's not there for you. And, you know, again, tying it into relationships. Like, everything's not meant for you. Sometimes you have to lose in order to appreciate it. And a lot of people don't appreciate their losses. All they appreciate are the wins. Me, I had to accept the fact that, like, you know, the, the losses that I've taken, they actually make me better, you know, a better person overall. Those wins, 
just confirm the fact that I'm actually good at whatever the fuck I did at that moment. It's like, yo, like, I won something. Oh, that was cool. But when I lost, I was like, yo, I was more motivated by the loss. When you win, you're like, cool. Like, I was better than them motherfuckers. Straight. Cool. Whatever. But when you lose, you're like, yo, I got a vendetta out. I need that. Think about LeBron. His whole fucking life didn't have a dad. You know, his dad was around, but was non-existent. Gets to the fucking NBA. Chips on the shoulder every fucking year. What does he do? Goes to the fucking NBA Finals every year for 14 straight seasons. We're sitting there like, yo, like, everybody's hating on him. So, mind you, people are like, yo, you can't win because we don't want you to win. And what does he do? He fucking wins. Even when he loses, he wins because he's the greatest. In his, you know, uh, in a lot of people's opinions, it's because he's the greatest. And he owns that shit. Imagine having that chip on your shoulder forever. I would much rather have a kid who has a chip on his shoulder and they perform better. And even in a relationship, I'd rather you have a chip on your shoulder knowing previous things didn't work out. But you know what? I'm going to make the best out of this next situation. And a lot of people need to carry that into their personal relationships and things like that because a lot of people just got to the point where it's like, okay, if that didn't work, I still have other options. I can still do it again and just replicate it. You're replicating losses, though. So, nah, fuck that. Mm -mm. No, sir. Not me. So much to learn. Y'all think if I shot my shot, Beyonce would let me get her pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm fucking with y'all. I'm just teasing. Yo, the Kawhi laugh on the soundboard is fire. (laughs) I can't. The frontal lobe for men and women is not fully developed until the age of 25. So I don't recommend anybody date or think about real relationships until you're at least 25 years old. How are you going to try to get to know somebody when you don't even know yourself? Can you play that one more time, please? Please. The frontal lobe for men and women is not fully developed until the age of 25. So I don't recommend anybody date or think about real relationships until you're at least 25 years old. How are you going to try to get to know somebody when you don't even know yourself? Mm. Let that marinate, dog. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hope y'all are good. Just scrolling through the streets. Uh, long day, but, uh, I like the topic actually, you know, I think that women sometimes kind of almost want their man to be bad so they can say they got a bad man when, cause there's a lot of good dudes out there that want to be involved and their woman just wants to keep piling shit on. I think women do kind of sometimes don't, don't realize what they got, so to speak. But, you know, we're the dumbasses. You know that, Greg. We fuck everything up. We're so stupid. <laughs> but, yes, sometimes in cases there are women that fumble. Speaking of fumble, great games today. Mm. Absolutely. If you like tonight's episode, just wait until we actually have to turn it around on the men and putting that mirror on us. Ooh. Oh, boy. Oh, mm. a bad one. <laughs> you talking about you talking about the participation trophy? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I know we're about to wrap up. Uh, thanks everybody for like listening and stuff like that. I just have to say one more thing about this participation trophy and shit. Like, not only does it really piss me off, but like it just something about it just feels so disingenuous. Like, imagine going and making a trophy for somebody. It's not even a trophy. 
it's like, well, we have to give them something because like they showed up. But the thing is, they never give it to everybody. When you ever you see like a participation trophy or something like that, or like say for example, my sister used to cheerlead, right? The way that the cheerleading thing worked, it was always like third place, second place, first place, and then they had like the overall like championship, like the, the best team out of the entire event for that like level and age, right? But the issue is there would always be like eight or nine teams. So you're sitting there and you're like, you know what? You had to own the fact that you were a fucking loser. And it's okay to be a fucking loser because it inspired you to be a better cheerleader. It inspired, you know, inspired you to be a better team. My issue with like schools and education and more, you know, specifically honorable mentions. What the fuck is an honorable mention? Like, yo, honorably, you lost. Like, <laughs> that, that's not a mention. Like, imagine coming in 12th place and they're like, you know what? Yeah, like, there are 11 people better than you. I'd rather just know, you know what? First, second, and third place. And I can live with that. I just rather just have everything up in limbo saying, you know what? I just didn't win. I'll do better next time. And a lot of parents, a lot of students, a lot of like just relationships just should do the same thing. Like, you know what? I'll do better next time. But imagine, since we're talking adult talk now, and Shan, feel free to like chime in on this and cut me off. Imagine you get all of your partners together, right? And you ask them one by one, like, yo, compared to everybody else you fucked, how good was I? And they say, you know what? You weren't first. You weren't second. You weren't third. You get an honorable mention, though. It would blow your fucking shit. Like, what? What? <laughs> an honorable, a honorable mention? What? what? You know what? I, I'm done for the rest of the night. Thank y'all for listening to Loud Monster. I'm not saying shit else. Cause that, that one, that honorable mention shit kind of pissed, you know, pissed me off. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um... Women today uh, fumble good men by being addicted to I hate you love where they just create invisible issues just to have an argument because they're more attracted to the drama of being in a relationship that's not perfect, that's not right. And I want to be a problem today because I want some I hate you sex today. I want some I hate you vibes. I want to send long texts for nothing. And then when you come home, now I'm done. And I want to talk to you like I didn't do bullshit for the last three days. Like some people are just addicted to that shit. And there are a lot of women out here with a cute face, a nice ass, and a nice set of tits. And that's that's what they're bringing. That's what they're bringing to that, <laughs> that invisible table. Okay. Um, women today don't understand the error in their ways, mostly because they don't want to. Okay. Um, don't get mad at me. It's a truth moment. Okay. We're having a truth moment tonight. Women don't get mad at me. I'm not here so I can be on the man team of life. I'm on the truth team all the time, okay? And women, and I hate that they do this, but it's true. It will will be like, you ain't mad at me with a blank woman. You mad because a woman that he likes and he's actually happy. It's not because a woman is white. It's not because a woman is Spanish is not because a woman is uh, a different ethnicity. 
that you're mad. You're mad because this man had the audacity to be with another woman other than me, and he had the audacity to be nobody. There's no man hurrying to rush to me to help me to be happy with me. That's why you're upset. So when 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 people bring up the topic of why do why do women get mad when they see men with women of a different ethnicity it's not because they're mad that she's a different ethnicity they're mad that you have the audacity to be happy with a woman other than them and they have nobody that's happy about being with them that i think that whole race thing with her is a whole it's a fog screen to what the real issue is because as a brown-skinned woman i've never been mad about the women my brothers pick to marry or have children's with, children with. I've been mad about um, seeing a black man, a brown skinned man with uh, a different ethnicity of a woman, especially if me and him ain't got no dealings. I don't know him from nothing. So why would right, I be I automatically upset? I gotta say something. Jesus, I gotta say something. All right. Oh boy. I thought we were gonna end the show, but here you go. Um, I mean, I'm trying to end this show, but I had to make that point because it's the dumb thing that women do that need to deal with their shit. Yeah. And, it's and deflecting. It's, the, I, I, it's, it's definitely deflecting. Here's my issue about the whole situation. Like, focus on your faults. And I, I don't want to make it a color thing or something like that because I've heard that before. It's like, oh, like somebody asked me in like a clubhouse and was like, oh, Greg, like your wife is white. Like, what made you choose her? And I was like, her color and none of that shit did anything for me. Like none, none of that shit mattered. What mattered to me is when I said I want a relationship, I want somebody to start a family with. I want to be with somebody who wants to be with me, wants to be complete, wants to say, you know what? Like I'm willing to give half in order to meet half, in order to make a whole, meaning a family, kids, relationship, marriage, all those intangibles. Like I wanted all that to come together in order to find my person to find my spouse. They could have been black, white, Asian, green, or avatar blue. All I'm going to say is this. It happened, and I'm happy with that. But there are a lot of our people. Now, when I say our people, I'm talking about our black women and men alike who they see us dating somewhere else, and they're not happy with it. And the reason why they're not happy with it is because it's like, why wouldn't that be me? Why couldn't that be me? And it's like, but you also will say shit like, yo, like if I had a chance with Leonardo DiCaprio, if I had a chance with Jessica Alba, if like it, it's little shit. It's like, yo, like it's not about the race thing for you. It's more so it's it's just not you. I've even got I've seen conversations, Shane, where it's like, you know what, like, you know, I, as a like I've seen a one of my friends, uh, previous friends, podcast like co-host actually, she said on our show, she was like, Greg, I just don't understand why like black men like don't like dark-skinned women and i was like no and I, I told her this after the show off the air i was like it's not that they don't like dark-skinned women at all it's not like they don't like black women they don't like you you're not a likable person mm-hmm. at some at some point has somebody has to tell you the truth without trying to bring race into it without bringing color into it because what happens is when we start bringing color into it yeah we could talk about white women we could talk about latino women we could talk about eritrean and all that other shit you ma'am you sir are just not fucking likable nobody wants to be with you 
because <laughs> when instead instead of saying you know what like I'm just not a good person like I have a black heart you instantly bring fucking race into it nobody wants to keep hearing race all the fucking time when I say that I'm talking about in the scope of relationship somebody's going to take that out of context and say well Greg's saying you know a race race nobody's saying erase race what I'm saying to you guys that are listening is more so it's like instead of focusing on that right now that had nothing to do with the fact that you're a terrible person focus on the fact that you actually just might be a terrible person and it's, it's completely fine to say you know, I'm not a complete person I'm not the person I want to be for somebody else instead of saying oh well you know well I don't understand why like that person you know why that black man he's chocolate I love him blah 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 like you know I love our black man why did he end up dating that light-skinned woman like I've heard that shit. And I'm like, yo, like she's she, she's still one of us. She, she's still, or even in the inverse, like yo, like you know, black men will go and try to find them uh, a Sanaa Lathan or something like that. Somebody who's like really light skinned or somebody who's like literally like teetering the line between like white and black. And you know, they'll go say some shit like, yo, like you know, I gotta find me a snow bunny. I gotta find me, you know, a woman that's gonna give me a kid with like green eyes and brown. I'm like, yo, like sometimes you just don't have to be the way that you are, like. Love the person you love, appreciate the person you love, but more importantly, stop disrespecting your own fucking people. It it, it just is it's disgusting because it's like yo, like as somebody who's obviously like in an interracial, like it's just more so. It's like not only can I not say things because people are gonna instantly be like, "Well, Greg, like you can't say mm-hmm. anything because you're married to this," but at the same time, like I can't say anything to you because you would be offended because of what you see for me. But I also still have fucking perfect vision. Like, I see the fact that you're not happy. And instead of saying, you know what, it's, it's me. I'm not ready yet. It's okay to be like, I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm ready to fuck somebody. Sure. I'm ready to, like, be happy and have fun with people. Absolutely. But I'm not ready for a relationship. A lot of people will go and literally, we throw our own people under the bus. Because instead of just saying, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of faulty right now. Like, I'm not ready for that shit. I'm literally, I heard a woman on our show, Shane, say, you know what? This shit, like, I, I just don't understand black men anymore. Like, y'all aren't there. If you want to go and listen to Young Black and Bother, there's an episode that called, that it's actually called, like, um, Shut the Fuck Up. It's Black Girls Time. Feel free to go listen to that. It's in, like, the, it's in the early, like, I'm sorry, it's in the late 190s. So if you go and listen to that episode, there was an episode where we had my uh, previous co-host. They were telling the black men that were on the show that we were doing everything wrong. We were saying everything wrong. We weren't doing what we were supposed to do for said black women. And the issue is we were told we could not speak on that show. So I've had people reach out to me and they're like, yo, like, Greg, what happened? Why couldn't you speak? And I was like, I was told to not say anything because one, it's a racial relationship, interracial marriage. One, can't say anything. Number two, it came to a thing of at one point, as a man, you should shut up and listen to women, especially a black woman. That's where I came to that concept of. Mm. My issue with the my issue with that particular episode was this. We talked. I'm sorry, you talked. We listened for two hours and there was no conclusion. Also, there was no self-accountability. At some point, someone has to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm talking to like-minded people who are just, you know, we're not in relationships, and even if we are in relationships, we're not happy. We just want to understand why men, more specifically black men, just don't appreciate black women. But here's the thing. 
you're talking in a space where he told the black men to shut up. The fucking episode is called Shut the Fuck Up. It's black girls time. You, you can't be in a position of wanting answers and then you don't want to listen to the answers that you receive. And that's the big fucking issue for me. It's everybody wants to like tell people the answers, but they also want to hear the shit that's regurgitated that they say. It doesn't work that way. Right? It's just it's really bad. It's really garbage. And I, I'm gonna leave it here for me for the end of the show. Um, overall, man, when it comes to me, I would just much rather people just be happy, but also importantly, just have some self reflection. Sit down do a Venn diagram, more importantly, just write down your pros and your cons of you. Not for the person that you want. Don't tell me what you want from somebody. What the fuck do you bring to the table? Do some homework. Before somebody asks you, like, yo, like, what do you want from a man? You should actually know. Yeah. Uh, and, and men too. Like, you can't be like, okay, you know, when some woman asks you, what do you want from a woman? Don't tell them all the shit you can see on Instagram because newsflash here. Like, the women on Instagram don't want to fuck you. There's that. But what, what I'm saying is, like, just do a little bit of self-reflection and point out your pros and your cons. Don't talk about anybody else. Just talk about all the things that you bring towards the relationship versus all the things you don't want to bring into the relationship. Say, you know what? Like, I'm a mama's boy. Say, you know what? I have family issues. Say, you know what? I need a little bit of therapy. And more importantly, go get that therapy. If you can't afford therapy, don't talk to a friend. Notice what I just said there. If you cannot afford therapy... Don't talk to a friend. A friend is going to give you one of two things, bad advice or worse advice. None of that shit's going to be positive. Talk to a licensed person who will tell you all the things that you actually need to hear, not the things that you want to hear. Last and closing statement for me, because I'm absolutely done for tonight, is this. When it comes to relationships, do not go into that shit with 50%. Go into it all in. The reason why is Nobody can tell you you didn't give your all when you went in 100%. When you wake up in the morning and you look at your iPhone and that shit says 100%, you feel better about yourself. Right. Versus you wake up in the morning and your phone is like 30%. You're like, yo, I can't even get to work with 30%. Like, that, it, it feel a little bit different, right? Like, you know for a fact, looking at a phone that has 30%, you're a little bit upset about that shit. But when it says 100%, you're like, oh, I, I, I'm good. That's what you want to feel in your relationships. That's how you want to feel with the person that you love, you care for, and you want a future with. I would never advise anybody to ever try to be with somebody who is going to give you 30%. If they can't give you 100, fuck them. And you know they're not going to give you 100% because they've already told you. There are the signs. There's the vocal, you know, the vocalizing of what they're going to give you versus what they want. More importantly, like just the person, they'll tell you a lot by the shit that they say about their previous relationship. Know these things. Learn these things. And more importantly, just enjoy Loud Mouth Stereo because th there's nothing we have said tonight or in any other episode that has been false. Again, Shan, thank you for giving me the floor. I'm done for the night. So, it's on you. Alright, I'm gonna wrap this shit up with you because I was not expecting this, the show to be this long. <laughs> um, That's what we do. The whole reason why I made this show Women Fumbling Good Men is because ladies, women, we have to love ourselves, period, first, before our friends, our um, man-to-be, our husband-to-be. Uh, don't be in your house trying to have a Sierra prayer about a Russell when 
you don't even like yourself to begin with. He's not coming, ma'am. He's not coming. Okay, so let's be honest and like you, push good men away because we are not 100% ready to do the work ourselves. And I know this because I know when I'm being defiant, I know when I'm being stubborn, and I know when I'm pushing shit to the limit so somebody can just be like, ugh, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm done. Because it's just going to feel better if they dip out than if I dip out on somebody that was being 100% good to me. Okay. This is Lama Stereo. Thank you guys for coming tr- through. Don't forget, October 23rd at 9.30 on a Saturday will be our anniversary show in October. So uh, save that. Get that. I'll uh, post it so it's in the calendar so y'all can keep it. And um, Greg appreciates you. Don't forget to check out Young Black and Bother podcast. Don't forget to check out She Gets It podcast. We will be back on Wednesday. Y'all enjoy y'all what y'all have left of a weekend. It is Sunday. Enjoy your Sunday. It's a day of rest. Monday is coming. Deuces. We done. And I appreciate y'all. And we got three messages and then we are gonna get out of here. Don't you dare drop a force. Not at all. Okay. It's because, Greg, it is disingenuous. Imagine being special and then being told that you are equal just for showing up. It's whack. Bam. It defeats the entire purpose of being unique from other people. Defeats the entire purpose of having a set of skills, capabilities, and talents. True. Uh, PSA, dark-skinned women are number one on my hit list. Because dark-skinned women are beautiful. But like Greg said, they don't like you. We're going to have to pull Joshua up here one more time. Um, maybe Wednesday if Joshua is free at 9.30 and place to be on my mouth stereo. You know, we're going to have to pull you up here for the next topic, okay? Till next time, y'all. Be great. Stay COVID-free. And um, don't be messing with no women that don't love themselves. It's not worth it. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Greg! <laughs>